This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Hello friends, so excited to have you here on this episode because I'm going to be diving into some good things. Not that I ever don't dive into good things, but today I want to talk about an Instagram post that I did the other week. It was, you might have seen it on my feed and who knows if you listen to it at this point. Actually, I'm just going to tag it in the show notes, but basically it was a carousel and the title page was shit people don't say about their business. And then I proceeded to share like eight massive truth bombs about my own business. And this got a lot of attention. And it's not, I was not sharing it to get attention. If anything, it would get negative attention because I was like sharing like the quote failures of my business. And it's like, who am I to share these failures and then also appear to be an expert at the same time? That just doesn't make sense. But that's what my ego thought. Anyways. I'm more committed to transparency than simply looking good or the expression of fake it till you make it because I fucking hate that sentence. The sentence, fake it till you make it, I like to say, be it until you become it. And there's been this this essence of this energy of me really embodying like I get to be transparent and thrive. Like transparency and thriving. I think that this is something that can be more prevalent in the coaching industry or just in the online space. And I decided that that is literally just going to be the foundation to my success because to me, that is sustainable. Me being transparent and saying things as they are and being real and honest about what it is that I'm experiencing, there's no like. There's a really good quote that I saw recently and basically it was something along the lines of if you just tell the truth, you don't have to remember what you said. But when we tell lies or we engorge things or make things seem what they're not in order to have an agenda to manipulate and get what it is that we want, that is not sustainable. It sounds like a fucking carnival trip of a show that is a complete disaster dumpster fire so we're not going there but I am going to go there again because go there again is and I'm going to go into the depths of despair and just share what was on this post and I want to share the second part of this because I got inspired and I thought okay Kayla you know you kind of just dumped this shared all these shitty things quote shitty things about yourself and your business and you like you're just like saying I'm being transparent because I want to shift the industry and then I had a couple people ask me like, Kayla, like what, what keeps you going? And then I was like, oh shit, I should probably talk about the good things too. (laughs) Because it's just, I I don't want to be like a miserable person all the time. I'm just being honest. So anyways, I did a second post and I talk about finding the gifts in your failures. And that's really what the essence is of this podcast today is that I want to tell you the bullshit And then I'm going to tell you how I reframe the bullshit so that it's not actually failures. And I feel like this is going to be relatable to a lot of people listening to this right now. So let's dive into this. 
Okay, I have eight truth bombs that we're going to get into here. We're going to find the gifts in your business failures. At least I'm going to tell you the gifts in my business failures. So the first one is, in three and a half years of being in my business, actually more than three and a half years, almost like three years and nine months at this point, I've never had a, quote, full roster of one-on-one clients. And so what I said the gift was, and then I'm just going to elaborate on every one of these points because obviously I can never say everything I want to say on Instagram. So the gift is that I don't know what it feels like to have a codependency with only having one-on-one clients as the main income stream in my business because ultimately this isn't sustainable because we're still trading time for money. This actually has allowed me to play with multiple streams of income and helped me establish passive income streams while I'm aiming to have a one-on-one coaching as a cherry on top. So massive reframe. And the funny thing is that I, I really think that there's, it's obviously th- these things, the shitty things that happen to us in life. I mean, this is, there's much shittier things than this that could have happened to me in my life and my business. But, you know, that's what we, that is what's framed as success. Oh, you have a, you have a full roster. Like, could not tell you how many times I've had random people slide into my DMs, like just usually like, white males of like oh I have this three-step strategy of how you can like fill your roster and scale to whatever and it's it's like like it's just disgusting I can't handle it and so I couldn't tell you how many times people have slid into my dms and like oh are you taking on clients or oh you don't have a full roster like I can get you a full roster because apparently having a full roster of one-on-one clients means that you're successful I think that there's success in knowing that this opportunity actually pushed me to do group coaching programs to offer human design readings to look at passive income streams of self-paced programs right and it also gave me the availability to support coach in other containers and do other things in my business or just be available to take on like you know there's been there's been a few times where somebody came to me they had a retreat they wanted me to do like freaking six human design readings in a week And then it's like, okay, I have the availability for this. So there's always going to be success in what we think is the failure. The failure is actually just stopping and thinking that's all that there is. That was a really good line. I'm going to have to listen to that again. And maybe you can just like go back and listen to it because that was really good. Anyways, that's the first truth bomb. That's the first reframe. Second one, I've had more failed launches than successful ones that sold out. Here's the gift in this. Okay, I can tell you what doesn't work and using human design as a tool, I can see where I was launching from a place of should rather than actually what feels good for me as a sacral generator. Amongst all the other energetic expressions that are infused into my being, it's not just that I'm a sacral authority. I also learned to not put my value on achieving results only because this gives me control to be self-empowered. It's not, I'm not externally giving away my power. And so this, this is really interesting because every, I think I launched last year, like nine times in 2021. And, uh, in the first one, we had three people sign up. I was doing a, I was co-coaching a group coaching program and that completely fell apart. It was not a good time. So that was the first one. And then the second one, I had two people sign up for a group coaching program. And then the rest of the things just were a complete flop. And I could see how it was like, okay, Kayla, like 
you're going to do this many emails and this many posts and you're going to do these live streams and it just it was not sustainable for me and what is sustainable for me that I'm committed to trusting is like I love podcasting and sharing my story here and then creating content on Instagram and I love writing emails because it's just Instagram I find so limiting like 2200 characters and I just want to write so much more than that and be fully self-expressed and not have to like you know cut spaces and condense words and whatever and so I I find that I've really put aside the things the shoulds and it's like well this is how I like to do things this is what honors my energy this is how I'm going to do it and it continues to allow me to experiment with what works and here's the other thing too that I think is super important and I'll actually be really transparent so as I record this this is in almost the middle of the week of my alignment alchemy uh the last week of when people can sign up for this container and no one has signed up so far which is like, what the fuck? Because, you know, I did the podcast series uh, the beginning of September. I've been sending emails. I've been writing posts. I've been doing all the things. But I told myself, Kayla, even if no one signs up, the, 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 the DMs that have come in about people loving my content and resonating with what I'm sharing, the engagement that I, like really the engagement and seeing people going to listen, like the last time I checked, there was over 650 downloads on the six episodes that dropped. So the point is, I'm creating these things. I'm doing the things that I want to do. Okay, sure, will not sell out a mastermind or who knows what's going to happen in the next few days. I'm totally open to it. But everything that I have done so far has only continued to nurture my audience and nurture my future clients that I will work with. I do not stop showing up because I do things how I want to do things even if it doesn't get me the results that I think I should get because what I'm doing is sustainable to me so again that's that's finding the success in other ways where in the past I'd be like oh my god like this launch failed like nothing happened it was such a waste of time but it's not because you continue to show up and be real and that's going to continue to create that relationship and that bond with your audience and your future clients and so on. So that's like super freaking important. And I'm going to do another episode and talk about the alignment alchemy launch more, but I just thought I'm just going to just going to share it right now where I'm at. Okay, the next one. I haven't actually yet sold an offer that sold out. So the gift in this is that this has encouraged me to look for more evidence beyond something quote selling out as a main point of success. I can check in and ask myself, did I show up how I wanted to? What inner work did I have the privilege of doing? How much stronger is my relationship with myself in terms of my self-trust to take things to the next level or take the next step? All of those are success points. So even what I was just sharing about the Alignment Alchemy launch so far, it's like, did I show up how I wanted to show up? I showed up as if a thousand people were going to sign up. I did. I honestly did. And during that time, I've been dealing with a stomach bug since I got back from Florida where I have to go and get testing and possibly go on medication. Like I've been like horizontal for half of this time and just like not wanting to show up. And it's like, you're going to finish how you want to finish Kayla. And this is how we're going to do it. And I'm really proud of myself for that. And I think that's so important because could not tell you, and I've totally done this, 
when people shut the doors sooner because the shame and the pain of what it is that they're doing is not getting the results that they want. So they just like cut it off sooner. And I'm like, I'm not cutting it off. There's no fucking way. And then the next part, what inner work did I have the privilege of doing? Again, me coming back to my mission of normalizing all entrepreneurial journeys, continuing to be transparent, being transparent and thriving. Like just speaking it as it is and declaring that who I am and how I'm showing up, whether it's messy, whether it's polished, whether it's anything in between, is a fucking enough, right? And then the last one, how much stronger is my relationship with myself in terms of my self-trust to take the next step? And every time I put myself out there and every time I get a little bit more vulnerable in my emails or I like do something on Instagram and put myself out there and I'm just like not sure how it's going to be received it's it 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 like toughens my skin you know and it's like it toughens my it toughens my skin and it allows me to soften my heart because I trust that it's important and it's what the people who read it or engage with it need to see or hear in that moment and I think that this is so this is so important to have even beyond focusing on sustainable income is this like relationship that you have with yourself so that you can hold yourself when things are not working out Okay, the next one. I've worked with clients who didn't get the results they were committed to in our time together. The gift in this. The biggest thing I've learned here is that as a coach, it doesn't matter if I want it more than them. If a client is not willing to do the work or be as committed as it takes to get the results, all I can do is hold space for them and give them what they need in that moment for the next step in their journey. It's not personal. Nothing is a failure. It's all part of the process. I think that this is really important because I've definitely, this is like, okay, I can definitely speak to this in terms of when I was a personal trainer and also like doing, you know, coaching now as well. But the personal training experience for me, and I think anyone can relate to this in terms of health and wellness, whatever your goals are, we come in kicking and screaming, like ready to go, like, okay, I'm going to stick to the diet. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do the things. And then there's just always whatever needs to be dealt with first is will come before the end result the mindset the beliefs the you know really looking at the the self judgment the self doubt right like i i have worked with clients where they come on like hey i'm going to get my business off the ground in the next 3 months this is what we're going to do and of course you're like 3 months isn't very long but it's like you can still achieve immense things in three months and it's like what actually happened in that three months was like how the fuck are we gonna regulate your nervous system how can you reestablish your relationship to yourself and your authority from a human design lens so that you can make aligned decisions how can you honor your energetic cycles like it literally just went so deep into the roots it wasn't about what offer are you making what's the next launch you're gonna do how are we going to get this podcast off the ground that it couldn't that could not come first and so technically the results that we planned at the beginning were not achieved and it doesn't mean that there wasn't commitment but it's just like there's going to be things that will come up that need to happen first before certain achievements are achieved and so for me I could easily look at that and be like okay we have this plan and it didn't happen like I fucking failed as a coach but that's not that's not the truth. I think the biggest thing that I that I learn in these situations, whether it's with personal training, whether it's with you know the coaching and in business and so on, is that the biggest thing 
you can do in these situations is having integrity around continuing to hold an empowering context. So when a client feels like shit for weeks and weeks and weeks, it's not about spiritual bypassing. It's about, okay, this is an opportunity right now to really honor your energy and what you're available to do. How can you follow your strategy and authority to take action on things that feel good for you? Or how can you just rest and have unconditional love for yourself as you like navigate these waves right now? And so it's always, if you, if anyone can continue to hold an empowering context, no matter what the fuck is going on, nothing will ever be a failure. And there, w- there will be beautiful things that will come out of those situations, even if your quote client doesn't get the quote results that they said they wanted to get in that time together. Okay, the next one. It took me over three years to have a five-figure month. <laughs> so the gift of this is that it taught me that money doesn't mean shit. I have confidence from deeply embedding my entire journey into my being. I'll never sell a client on, quote, this is how much money I made, because I know deep down the foundation isn't money. It's about the willingness we have to hold ourselves with unconditional love to keep going even when the money isn't showing up. And I think that maybe people in the industry have directly said this, or it's just the interpretation that I had being exposed to the online space that once you hit a five-figure month, then you're fucking golden and it's all good. And it's like, that means you've hit, you've had success. That means you're having a six-figure year. Like it just, the list goes on and on. And yes, those, those things can be true. But for me, they were not true. I had a 10, I had a 10K, no, I had an 11, almost 12K month, and then I had a 15K month, and then it went right back down after that. And so for me, I was like, wow, like it's literally not about the money. It's, it is about the sustainability of business. It's about how I'm showing up authentically. It's about how am I going to continue to love and trust myself even when the money isn't here? Even if I have no one-on-one clients at the moment, what does that mean about me? What am I going to put out? into the universe and how I'm going to show up and call in the next people that I want to work with what is that going to look like and so what this really is is radical responsibility where it's like I'm not willing to allow myself to be a victim because certain numbers haven't shown up those don't get to define the impact that I still get to make with people whether they're reading Instagram posts stories opening my emails, listening to the podcast channel, all of it fucking matters. It's just not just about the money. Money is a consequence of how we show up and how we've established the foundation of our business. So once I hit, it was crazy because when I did hit the five-figure month, this was back in April, I think, I remember being so excited. I was like, I know this is happening. And all I cared about was recording a fucking podcast episode to talk about the journey because I just wanted to like rip everything apart and be like, this is not what people think it is. Like, of course it makes a huge difference in your life, but we need to stop putting this on a pedestal. Like it's just, it just, from that lens that I had learned it from, it was so toxic. So I just ripped that apart. And I think at this point, you know, whether I have a five-figure month or not or multiple five figures, like it's just, it's just fucking numbers. Like it really, it really, really is. And I think it's what matters is 
those numbers are represented by the consequences of how you embodied and honored yourself as a person and how you showed up in integrity with your business and your life. Okay, the next one. I haven't yet mastered consistent money and some months I struggle financially. The gift in this, this has taught me the next level of surrender. It's taught me how to have tough conversations with my partner. It's taught me to be patient and it's taught me to trust my sacral to respond rather than initiate. It's also taught me how to reconnect with my money relationship at all levels with myself and to not avoid it when it feels like shit. And this, I think, is so fucking important. I literally just finished watching a documentary on Netflix this afternoon. It was called Get Money Smart. And it was so fascinating because basically it was, I think it was like three or four money coaches, all from different backgrounds, like based out of the US. And they they were working with different people. Like there was one who was an artist who was coming from the service industry. There was somebody who was a paid like NFL athlete. There was a family of four. There was a family of two. So there was like people of color, like it was very diverse. And I really loved this because I was like, this is fucking real. And I was watching it. And what I thought was so interesting is that the relationship that we have with money is so important. It's not just about mindset because we can have a great mindset and be like, oh, I'm manifesting this much money and this abundance and this. But I feel like that's kind of surface level. It's like, are you willing to look at your bank account when you have a maxed out credit card? Are you willing to sit down and create a, I don't like to say budget sheet, I call it an abundance sheet, this is what I use, to look at where money's coming in and where it's going out and a plan to pay off debt and your investments and when you're going to travel, like, are you willing to look at these things even when it's not motivating because money isn't coming in the way that you want it to? And that's about relationship, right? Because if you were to imagine money to be a person it's like oh if you only ever talk to that person when they look good and they're healthy and they're coming around whenever you feel like it and then when they're not around and they're struggling and you just like ignore them how like they're not gonna fucking show up right and so I just thought it was so interesting too because just to kind of tie into the last thing when I talked about the five-figure month when I was watching this documentary there is a great example of this athlete had made 1.6 million dollars and he was sharing how he's like, yeah, I bought my mom a house. I bought myself and my wife a house. I had a kid. I bought this jewelry. I did all these things. Went all the way down to $280,000 from 1.6 after he had to pay fees to his agent and so on. And, and then he didn't make the next draft, for example. And then he had zero income coming in. And then it was like he was on the practice team. So it was like 10K a week. And then, you know, you can get let go from that team at any moment. So then you go from 10K a week to nothing. And so I just thought just because you make fucking bank doesn't mean that you're safe. It's about the foundation. And I'm not, I'm not saying this to evoke fear in people, but I'm just sharing. I'm literally speaking from my own experience. And so I just thought this was so fascinating when I was like watching this documentary and I was like really witnessing the importance of like looking at our shit and sitting with it and I think it's interesting too because when I talk about looking at our shit and sitting with it that also mirrors my willingness to look at my shit and my business like it's not just about money it's like in my business how the launches went whether I have clients or not am I still going to show up and be real how is that going to nurture my business right so again I thought this was so interesting because 
it is about, you know, I've, I mentioned, I've, I talk about self-rejection sometimes and how, you know, we think we have to be a certain way when we look at our entrepreneurial journey and we're not actually being considerate of like the highs and the lows and we hate the lows and we just want the highs and we're actually rejecting a part of ourselves and a part of our process. So when we look at money and there's the ups and the downs, it's like, okay, how can you still love yourself and have faith and trust and like come back to the basics and the foundation when there's, there's months of financial struggle and that's what matters. And so that's been, that's been a journey. And I think that that's also part of being an entrepreneur is that, yeah, we're not necessarily in a situation where we're going to get a paycheck every two weeks. We don't have matching retirement. We don't have health benefits automatically. Like there's, you know, some people have certain situations where they're going to have that. But if you're just fully self-employed, starting a business from nothing, that typically is not available. So I'm just going to put that out there. Okay, the next one. I still have debt to pay for my business investments and I've yet to make a profit after three and a half years. The gift in this, I've learned that I have a huge privilege in taking on debt and still have my basic needs met. I don't take this for granted. It's also been a massive opportunity to learn how to trust myself and making huge financial decisions that are creating the foundation for my future. I get to be proud that I'm the one who invested 100% of the money into this lifelong commitment. I honestly trust that it will soon pay off. So debt is a funny thing and this was another thing that I noticed too in the documentary that I watched is that the people in this documentary were lacking awareness and connection to their finances in the sense that some people didn't even realize how much they buy shit off Amazon how they eat out all the time Uber Eats how they you know have a car where maybe they could walk to work like there's just there's lots of unconscious spending that happens and for me, when I came out of university in 2015, I think I had about 20 grand of student debt and I paid it off in like two years. And then I started my business in 2019. And from then, like, if you know my story, like I've invested in like 12 coaching certifications and I've, I have hired coaches and I've, you know, invested in just the software for my business and hiring VAs and so on. And it's like, everything that I've made has gone back into my business. And so the only the only debt that I have is because of my business. And it's it's just really interesting because I feel like in the online space, we don't see this a lot where people, you know, they're like six figure business owner, or seven figure business owner. And it's like, okay, how much of a how much of a profit are you taking home? Or are you just breaking even? Like, we don't know that. And it's not like it's, it's, it doesn't mean that everyone has to share that, but I'm just sharing that with you so that next time you see that and you judge yourself, like, oh man, it must be so nice to have a seven figure business. It's like, you have no idea what profit they're taking home because they're not sharing it. They could have literally, they could have made all that money over the course of years and spent it all. And you have no idea. And it doesn't make, it doesn't make people any less of a person, but I just think that when we think, oh, money, 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 it's just floating around. It's just there because they have all these amazing months of making money in their business and it's all gravy. And I just don't think that that's, that's the whole truth is what I'm saying. And so for me, I think that right now when I, when I zoom out and I consider, okay, Kayla, you're like, we don't have a mortgage yet. You don't have kids. If you're going to start a fucking business right now is the time to do it. And I really believe in this. This is something that I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. And so this allows me to feel secure in that. But also it's a privilege. Like I said, it's a privilege for me to take on debt and still have a roof over my head and be fed and still get to travel, right? So I think that 
there's there's so much more I could say about this but I also just want to be real that I'm continuing to grow my business like I'm not going to sit here and put myself on a pedestal because I just I can put myself on a pedestal for other things but I'm not going to do that for money because I just feel like that can cause a lot more harm than inspiring others to really look at their shit and be like, okay, how can I actually like establish a really strong relationship so I can trust myself and trust my business? Last one, my friends. When shit hits the fan, I still look for nine to fives to work so that I can ensure my basic needs are met financially. The gift in this. This is most likely the hardest pill to swallow because to quote go full-time into business and then have to quote back out seems like the ultimate failure it seems like the constant goal is to be quote fully independent and what i learned from this is that i am here to ultimately allow myself to be supported in multiple ways right this also allows me to be integrity with my mission of normalizing all entrepreneurial journeys and not everyone that goes all into their business is like experiencing rainbows and butterflies So I quit my nine to five, September of 2021, the 24th. So this episode is dropping, like, I think the day after. And uh, I have, I've applied for several nine to fives this year, actually, especially in January when I was going through a real shit storm. There's probably 30 of them, to be completely honest with you. And so, yeah, when I, when I, it's funny because some people will be like, Kayla, this is like giving mixed signals to the universe. You know, you're you're in your business, but then you're applying for nine to fives. Like, you know, you're going to confuse the universe. Like, I've literally had this conversation with people. And for me, it's like I do it for my mental health where I'm going to continue being transparent and moving forward in my business because I'm fucking committed. And when I really when my ego's really like causing a dumpster fire in my brain, I will go and look and see, are there nine to fives that excite me? Are there nine to fives related to, are related to coaching and that are remote, that pay well, that I could do while I continue to grow my business so that I can continue to support myself and pay off debt and so on and have my fucking needs met. Because I I really, really saw this I never really saw in the last few years of people in the industry supporting people like keep your side hustle and work your nine to five. Like I know that there's people who follow me that are doing that. They still have their nine to five and they have their business because that's what they want to do. And there's literally nothing wrong with that. But what I noticed is that the majority of people want to leave their nine to five and go full time in their business. And then there's a lot of forcing energy. And that's what I had. I also feel like last year when I quit my nine to five, I was so frustrated because I was not doing what I loved doing. And I just like, it was not sustainable. I couldn't do it. Any sacral being would understand this, like spending eight to 10 hours a day doing a job that you absolutely hate doing. And it's just, it's just not happening. So the point is, there's nothing wrong with still wanting to have a nine to five or taking longer to leave a nine to five in order to have sustainability in your business. And I think that, I mean, my boyfriend would just love to hear me say this, but do I think that last year I could have tolerated that and stayed and been more financially stable and continue to grow my business? Sure. I really think I could have done that and I didn't want to. So I didn't and I took a risk and I don't regret it, but I think that that story of going all in and then having to go back and get a nine to five 
is never shared in the online space because there's an immense amount of shame around it because it's seen as a failure because no one is saying online, oh, work your nine to five and have your business. It's always go from your nine to five into your business, right? So it's just like, how can we be inclusive of all the journeys? And if you're doing what you need to do to have your needs met, that is self-love. That is self-love, even if it's temporary. And I think that that's so fucking important to acknowledge that because it's not, it's not easy, I'm going to say like it is. It's not easy. It doesn't feel good. Of course, it's going to feel like a failure. But if you think about the reframe, it's like your business is so important to you. You love what you're doing. All you want to do is help people and continue to do the things that you do. And then you feel like you have this fucking elephant that walks into the room and it's going to take all your time and then you're not going to have energy for your business. So how are you going to continue to thrive in your business? That's what it is. It feels like a trap. It feels suffocating. Super valid. It's just a massive commitment. But also I think that there's always, like I said, in, in, in every single little failure, quote, failure that I shared in this episode today, there's so much gold in the gifts of what we think is scarcity. There's actually so much abundance. And I think that's where the freedom comes. I think that this is personally what motivates me to keep going is like, okay, every time you fall flat on your face, Kayla, like what did you learn? What, what, what are you going to take forward from this? How is this going to be another brick to your foundation? And I think that's the most important part. And I think that that is like the essence of being inclusive when, we, when it comes to looking at our business and how we show up and like how all of our journeys are so different. So that's my story. Those are my quote failures. This is how I reframe. These are my thoughts and opinions. And you don't have to agree with everything I said. I encourage you not to. But I also think that if this resonates with you, that's amazing and I'm really happy and I hope that it leaves you empowered and I hope that if you can take a minute to look at the quote failures that you have in your business and see the good in them and see what you learned from them even if you learned more about what it is that you don't want some people don't even have that clarity they just say I don't know I don't know I don't know but if you can say I know that I don't want to put that much effort in and then get zero return on whatever it is that I did I'm very fucking clear on that that is a massive win so that is all I have to say for you today and like I said I'm going to put the two posts that I was talking about in the show notes so you can check them out on Instagram and of course if you can please subscribe to the channel and if you share this on social media and tag me I will be the happiest person ever and if you even want to slide into my dms and just let me know how this made a difference for you or you just you have questions whatever it is totally open to hearing from you as well so i want to thank you so much for listening and i'll chat with you in the next episode